Hey guys, happy Monday. What's up, TJ? Happy Monday. Hey, you on there, Nick? How you doing? Ah, uh, yeah, a little tired this Monday morning. No, good weekend. Good weekend. Nick got a haircut. Uh, we talk about that for about a minute. Uh, we then move on and we talk about the Last Dance, Michael Jordan documentary episodes five and six came out on Sunday. Discuss that, Nick. What else did we talk about? Well, we also talked about it was World Naked gardening day on saturday so if you did some naked gardening like tj you know you can uh you can you can send him your pictures send tj your, send tj your pictures of it yeah my, nice my email is ngale at webberyalemedia.com uh we also got into the world of sports and what it's going to look like in the fall a lot of uh events are resuming or postponing their their uh things to the fall their events to the fall kentucky derby is supposed to be this past weekend masters was supposed to be mid-april both moving to the fall uh, so it's going to be jam-packed sports and what that's going to look like. Deep dive into that. A little, little sports today. A little sports action little for sports, you. A little sports show for you. Hey, guys, you can follow us at BrewsBOTB on social media. You can get involved always on Facebook Live on the comments section when we're live, or you can get involved anytime, anywhere by calling in 314-877-8597. Text us at the same number, Nick. Again, that's 314-877-8597. Give us a hot take. Give us your thoughts on the show. Anything is welcome. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Well, hello. You're listening to Brews on the Balcony with TJ Weber. So I got to show my boobs. And Nick Yale. Hey there, big daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Good morning, Bruce on the Balcony Nation. God, you always come in so loud. So loud. You're yelling. You're yelling. I'm not even awake yet, dude. It's good for the audience, I'm, though. It's I'm, fine. I'm, the audio levels are perfect, Nick. I'm we don't care asleep. about you. We don't care about you. We care about the audience. That's what matters. I'm half asleep over here. Holy jumping. Holy jumping. What's up, dude? I'm much. Weekend. It's a good weekend. Nice weather. Hung out on the patio a little bit, drank some beer. It was good. It was a good time. It was uh, a good time. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. No, I it was. So, I could have socially distanced with you. You should have. I mean, we had some, we had some some boys over here from from Coil. We were six feet apart, and we were having having some brews. So it was good. It was good to see everybody for the first time in a couple months, and uh, it was good. It was a nice time. How how'd your you weekend guys, go, Nick? I heard you had a big old weekend uh, in, at the barber shop. Got it. Got a haircut. The flow is fresh. We're uh, we're we're all we're all trimmed up on the sides. We're looking, we're looking good. Looking, looking good. good. Yet, yeah. I, yet I still wear a hat so you can not even tell. But TJ, I feel like a new man having my hair hair officially cut. I didn't break quarantine. Well, I guess I did technically break quarantine, but St. Charles County was opened up. So I, I, had, to, I had to venture, had to go on a journey out to uh, Big T's, Big T's uh, hairdresser. Over at our house. Do you call it a hairdresser if uh, if you're a male? Hey, he goes to a he goes to a salon. He doesn't go to a barbershop. He goes to a salon. TJ. Oh, I got to roast he's him for high, that. He's, he's high class. Fun fact: he's known his hairdresser longer than he's known my mom. Wow, is that right? Is it yeah. uh, is it a gal or is it a guy? What's what's the yeah yeah yeah? It's a gal. He said he's like one. Of, he said he's our oldest client. I couldn't tell you the oldest. last. I couldn't tell you somebody. It's the same person that's given me a haircut like two times in a row. In my life. Yeah. For, I mean, I guess I think my parents have been married 26 years. I'll nice. get roasted if I don't know that. 
So more than 26 years getting your haircut by the same person. Yeah. How about that? I, I usually just walk into great clips or, uh, or sports clips and whoever's the first available is who I got. So you don't like um, having a guy, you don't like having like a, like a, a specific person though. Not yet. I'm getting there. My hair is just, I mean, it's, it's easy. They, they buzz the back threes on the back and the side and they scissor cut the top and that's it. And I gel it up. It's no big deal. I, I don't need I don't wow. need any fancy schmancy shit. I just need a little haircut. Let's see, TJ. You know? TJ, I got this. I get this luscious uh, this luscious beard here, and so I like to go to a an expert on both beards and hair. That way, I can get them both cleaned up. Ah, looking nice. Like my barbershop, you know, shout out free ad, Sonny's Barbershop down in down in Afton. Joe Crabby, if you're looking for a guy, does a nice fade. TJ, and you can sit there and you can play Fortnite or NBA 2K. While you get your haircut, that's nice. and you can sip on a, a nice glass of uh, of an adult beverage while you're there too. See, that's they that's a game that. changer. I would do that for the yeah. for the amenities. I I think they had that at uh, men's what's it? Not almost in men's warehouse. It was like men's haircut salon or something like one of those chains. Hair saloon for men. They yeah, and they had they had beer and everything. So I, I got to say, it's better. That's where yeah. to me, I just want to walk into great clips or sports clips, get a haircut, and get out. That's that's what I want to do. I don't want to sit there now, and enjoy myself. Are you a guy that when when you're getting your uh, your dome trimmed that you like to make conversation or no? Do you sit there quietly? It depends. If they engage, then then I will start talking. But I don't like when it's awkward and they sit there and they don't yes. talk because I <laughs> I also don't it. like starting the conversation. So I don't like sitting there going. Right. So you've been busy today? <laughs> I, always, <laughs> yeah, I always I always ask the same was, questions. I go. How's the weather? Yeah, is is it is it busier at certain times of the year for haircuts? I, I always go like to the same questions. It's, I, it's, I hate it's, awkward silence. I think it's one of those things where people. It's like it's like talking to your Uber or taxi driver, right? You know, I always do that. If, if, always. If they talk, then you're more you're more likely to make conversation. But if they don't talk or are silent, you're just kind of like so. And sometimes you don't want to talk. Sometimes that, you don't always want to talk. So sometimes you have the the person that talks, and you're just like, "Shut up!" I, I well, that's the thing, though. Right if now. I'm in an Uber, like you know, at late at night, I do chat up whoever's driving. And the thing is, you either get people that really want to talk and like are like, "Thank you," somebody that actually wants to talk, and I'm not bored all day, or you have those people right. that I'm even though I'm drunk and I'm slurring my words, I'm trying to have a real conversation with this person, and they're yes. like, "Dude, I have no interest in talking to you. <laughs> just like, driving I, you I from point not- A to point B." I do not want you to be talking or yakking in my car right now. Shut the fuck up and sit tight while we get you where you need to go. Yeah, yeah. that that that's how I feel. But uh, overall, weekend was good. Uh, TJ Saturday was also World National National World World National Guard Naked Gardening Day. Now I don't think I, you have a I don't think you have a garden, but but did I, you do some naked outdoor activities? I didn't. Like, no, mow the lawn naked. I didn't get the memo. I, I I'm kind of confused on how you knew that was a thing. Trending on Twitter, baby. Trending on Twitter. That's that. That's how I do the show rundowns. I, I go through Twitter, and I saw this on Saturday. I'm like, ooh, that'd be good for the show. Now, why are people the fuck putting are people like, gardening pictures of themselves are, out there? Or are they just like, well, what they what are they doing? It's one what of those that noise. That was a like, weird noise from that coffee mug. Uh, it's, it's 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 a water yet. I don't drink coffee in the morning. Okay, Get the fuck out of here. H H2O. Got to stay hydrated, baby. Clean skin. Uh it was, it's one of those things where people are obviously posting pictures on social media, so you can't, no nudity allowed. So, you know, they, the, the, the bushes that they're trimming, like the yard <laughs> bushes, are the shrubs. conveniently covering 
their shrubbery and man and lady parts. What would you do if, I mean, you guys are kind of secluded where you got a lot of privacy where you live, yeah. but can you imagine mm-hmm. just seeing like your old neighbor and just, 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 just hanging dong? I mean, you see like a, <laughs> a 75 year old gentleman that's just like, well, it is national, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, naked while gardening day. I mean, I had to. Apparently it's a thing, man. Apparently it's a thing. There were, there were plenty of, of Twitter uh, hashtags and pictures of people out doing a yard, yard work gardening i'm gonna say you can without. still get in trouble for that even if you're on your own property and you're just you're can just you? you're just hanging yeah i, is I that think technically public new, is that public news i would say so if you're in your front I yard you're on, you're i don't know private property yeah. if, i mean if, if i see if i see old dolores 78 years old on my right and she's bent over and, and you know trimming <laughs> the hedges i think i think that's an issue i I think that's an issue i now would, would i say anything no i would just go about my day and not look that way but I feel like some people with with kids or something that are playing outside might be like, "Yeah, it's a problem. That's a problem." TJ, this gets back an, into an interesting argument that we were having when we were doing "Would You Rather"s on the balcony about because I was thinking about this the other day, and this somewhat pertains to it. About I don't know exactly what the stipulations were, but it would would you rather be naked for a year or fall asleep for a year? Yeah, you and miss a whole year of your life. But it, but it was like it didn't say for, it didn't say be naked for a year. It said be naked like forever. I think. I think it was like naked forever or asleep and miss a whole year. I'm pretty sure. Tally said this ha- that has to be at least disturbing the peace. I would. I would yeah, I would it's got. I don't care uh, if you're in your own property. If you're in your front yard, and I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I don't see. I mean, that. I think. I think yeah. Oh, so it's naked for the rest of your life or fall asleep for the for a year. And in these circumstances, didn't we say that we would be naked for the rest of our life, or did we say fall asleep? For no, a year? I, I said don't remember. I said fall asleep for a year because we were young enough. Like we're in our mid twenties, and it, talk you don't about want to miss a year. Twenty being the perfect but, time to fall asleep. No, Holy shit! shit yeah, how man. many people would have said if they knew what was coming that they would have like, yeah, I'll skip twenty twenty. Sure, I'll be good. Like all all together, you got you got the global pandemic. You got you know Kobe Bryant passing away. You got. A couple other bad things happened, TJ. And now you got fucking murder hornets oh coming down. God. And and apparently these these big old fat wasp like bee stinging hornets that just decimate the bee population. So if you, if you like honey, there's gonna be a run on honey. Go to the grocery store, get it now. Let me let me start stirring the pot a little bit. Did you see the description about uh, what these things when they sting you? It feels like red hot tacks going into your flesh. That's what that is explained. They have a they have a a venom that can potentially kill you. People have died from these things getting stung by these fuckers coming over in uh, I believe in Washington. Yeah, make the most sense coming over that way from from Asia. I mean, if I see one of those things, I'm out. Like I'm, I'm I'm moving away. Like I'm I'm not I'm not fucking with it's it. It's like one I'm of these not. big old fucking. Like, did, did, did you did, see did, did, it's, its eyes are red and they look pissed. Like hornets, regular hornets are worse enough. Like, you know, why why oh, did yeah. why do we decide? You know, when, when when God created this great world, that those things had to be a, a thing. Like what what I gotta do believe, more I gotta murder believe, hornets do for anybody? I gotta believe China's over there, you know, like mixing some things, mixing some some insects together and, and coming up with these big fuckers. Like what's the what, what's the point of them? I know bee bees gotta pollinate and, and help the uh help the help the earth, 
big time. So now we got these things that kill them. What the fuck? Well, that's the thing. What now the you hell? have, and they they didn't only say they go through and destroy bees. They destroy their hives and they just like wreck through them. Yeah. Just, just, what, uh, what are we uh, doing? Like, what is what is this? Why did it decide what? now? They said, oh, 2020, everything's going to shit. Kobe yeah. died, fucking pandemic. Let's go get murder hornets over in the fucking U.S. This is bullshit. As, as Big T explained, it's the B-52 bomber of insects. Oh, my Just God. Just, like, absolutely cruise missile in over, over over these things. Yeah, 2020 is... You just need to, need to hit the reset button. Yeah. Pull out the Xbox, blow on it twice, plug it back in. Uh, yeah, just, just let's just fast forward to 2021. You know, we'll just kind of reboot it. Reboot the system and try again. It needs something, man. Try again. It, it's... Uh... Brutal. I mean, I I saw those things. So I think I saw it on Barstool first. They had a video too of these things, and uh, yeah, it, it said apparently they're stingers long enough to like, go through like beekeeping suits. So now you don't have beekeepers able to like control these things. Probably ah, so we're fucked. Yeah, I, I just murder hornets. Uh, it, like I, where is it? Like, first of all, who named them? I mean, because that that just makes them sound so much better uh, that you put the word I, murder I, in the middle of the fucking name. Like, why don't you just name them something else, hornets, so you don't freak people out? But no, we have to name them murder hornets. The fuck? I got I gotta believe that murder hornets was a uh, a slang term used by whoever found them the first time or whatever, or you know, didn't get the actual name of what what they're called, or maybe they are called murder hornets. I mean, that's that. I'm gonna look it up. What a name. That's that's just it's bullshit, man. I I can't. I I heard about these things. Yeah. I looked them up. I watched the video. I don't know why I watched the video. I don't know why. While I was watching this, I'm like, this is bullshit. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm gonna have nightmares. Sucks. I hate DJ. wasps. That it is. I'm a scaredy cat with wasps. I jump. Oh. I don't care about bees anymore. When I was a kid, I hated them. But bees are like, eh, fuck it. Bees. Yeah, I'm not whatever. a wasp guy. Wasps hurt. Me- they hurt. Yeah, wow. those are big fuckers, and they fly. Yeah. They kind of float around pretty slow, so you can attack them. But if you get stung by one, it hurts worse than getting stung by a bee does. Oh, for sure. 100%. TJ, they're called the the Asian giant hornet, or more, uh, if you want to get scientific, the Vespa mandarinia. Mm. Vespa mandarinia. That just sounds badass. Now, did they say they that, saw like a couple of them, or is it like they just saw a hive? Like how how do they know it's on U.S. soil? They just they just saw someone saw it in their backyard or something. Like I don't I don't understand. Like what? What made uh, these fuckers come over to the United States now? You know what I mean? Like why? Let's why see. now? I, I'm I'm re- I'm reading the article right now. Hornets made their way to the U.S. for the first time in December when the Washington State Department of Agriculture verified four reports of sightings. The hornets were also spotted in two locations in British Columbia in the fall, according to WSDA. Scientists say the Asian giant hornet's life cycle begins in April. Researchers told WSU that is when the queen wakes up from the hibernation and scouts out spots to build underground nests and grow colonies, TJ. Jesus. How about that? Susan Kobe, bee breeder with Washington State, says the hornets are like something out of a monster cartoon with this huge yellow-orange face, usually between one to one and a half to two inches. That's fucking huge. Yeah. That's No, thank you. That's a nightmare. I'm going to take, uh, take a hard... Pass. You know, if like we, no. if we ever had these, I'm gonna try to find a picture so we can post it here on the show. Like these, these things. Are oh mean, yeah, you just man. have to search "murder hornet" on Google, and it'll pop. Like the the death image will pop right up there, and, and oh my you'll God. have nightmares tonight. You won't sleep. Like if, if Laura, if these things made her way to our house, and 
for love of God, don't I'm do pretty it. Pretty sure Laura, I'm did, sure Laura, who who loves your house, would just probably burn the whole thing down. No, she she would be like, "Hey, go take care of that nest." I'm like, no, we're moving. Like, I, let's <laughs> we're, go. We're, we're leaving everything. We're, we're out. That's it. I don't I don't care. We're not doing it. Yeah, because yeah, your job to take care of it. You know, you gotta <sighs> you gotta figure it out. Yeah, but I would not <laughs> would not touch anything with even close to a murder hornet. All right, let murder me uh, let me put this on the screen hornets. for the audio podcast. I apologize. Here is this murder hornet. Now look at these fucking things' eyes. It's just it looks mad. Like it, this thing just wants to hurt you. I mean, just looking at it right away. And then I saw ones that had red eyes. This thing is it looks like it's as big as a truck in this picture. It's huge. You said one you to think- two inches long is that's a monster. <laughs> that thing, look at the wingspan on that guy. Jesus. Those fucking those fucking legs, man. Yeah, he's. He, he just in a pissed off mood. Do you think like when they're getting ready to attack, like the eyes like light up red? Probably. Like ding, 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 ding. Target I would be acquired. shocked, man. These things suck. I mean, just looking at them, I just I don't even want to fuck with them at all. Uh, thoughts, thoughts on murder hornets? Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. What else can twenty twenty bring to us that's just gonna completely just just screw everything up? I mean, death and destruction. Has this been the worst year of our lives? As far as like. I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot. I'm just saying, like, as in everything's just kicking us in the nards at once in the first five months. Like from a from a global perspective, national perspective, probably. I mean, yeah. I again, there's like. The, I'm not trying t- to compare it to like other issues we've had in the past. I'm just saying, like, one after another and another. Like so many things that are memorable, but for bad reasons. You know, for like, the wrong reasons, right? Like in in five years, canceled. we're gonna look back and go, God, remember how shitty 2020 was? Like. Yeah, I, I would say I, second half of the year, I would but. say so. But hey, we're happy and we're healthy, TJ. That's what's important. Yep. We hope you are too listening to this podcast that yeah. you're happy and you're healthy. That's For sure. what's most important. You uh you brought up a good point the other day too about with when we keep talking about coronavirus and quarantine. It's been two months and we're still talking about it because it's the hot topic of when everybody will go back to normal. As Nick said, I think St. Charles County's yeah. opened up some things. Missouri um, opens up today. Missouri opens fourth. up today, but St. Louis County, I believe, is still uh, under wraps under, for a bit. Under yes. So uh, you mentioned though about you know quarantine, like what's it affected and everything. We talk about sports, and I, I think we talked about it a couple times before. But in regards to everything being in the fall and pushed back to even like next spring, could this be when this is all said and done for sports fans the greatest stretch of sporting events? within a five to six month span because you're going to have if everything gets done let's say hopefully even without fans by august you know some some sports like the nhl are talking about coming back in july nascar is coming back soon i will be a huge nascar fan when it comes back because they're hitting me at the Big right time i NASCAR need something guy. coming back this weekend man yeah but you have that you'll have football you'll have baseball late you'll have hockey late i mean you'll have all these sports I don't know how it works out in the future with all these guys' schedules. I don't know if they just don't have an off season. I have no idea, but it could be Nick a five to six month span of possibly the greatest time in a sporting uh, of sporting events. And we'll look back and go. Remember how sick yeah. 2020 was at the end when all sports came back? It's going to be great. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm a big summer guy. I like the summer, so I, I hope we can get, at least get back to socially distancing, hanging out with our friends, and maybe doing a bit of traveling uh domestically not internationally but as far as the fall goes you know fall is for football right we're talking about sec football 
returning, uh, college football returning, NFL returning, and the impacts and, and how much money that they would lose if they didn't have a season. Uh, there's a lot of hills that still have to be climbed to get there with training camps and, and fall camps and that kind of thing before the seasons begin to not have to push the season back or delay it at all. But fall is known for football and baseball, October specifically for the MLB playoffs. NHL and NBA typically start in the fall as well. But now you're having the Kentucky Derby, which was scheduled for this past weekend, being rescheduled for September. And then the Masters, initially scheduled for middle of April, then returning or being postponed rather until first, second week of November. And so you're getting so many sports on top of your football in, you know, uh, one after the other sequential order. And, and really it's going to be an interesting challenge for teams or really to, to grab fan attention. Cause there's going to be so much going on. Obviously, you know, a lot of it, maybe not with fans, but just from a, a media perspective, looking at you know, the ad dollars that, that were lost during the regular season, trying to recoup some of that later in this, you know, these postponed seasons or, or, or you know, things being pushed back, like, like all this stuff. I'm just even more interested in it from like a media standpoint, how that's all going to line up and look like, cause there's going to be so much going on, but we're going to have things literally every weekend. We're going to have football, basketball, hockey, baseball, golf, NASCAR, fucking Kentucky Derby, horse racing, like all right there. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward and excited to see that. Even if you can't go, even if we can't jump into, you know, going, and attending some of these events that we'd love to do, like we were at the Kentucky Derby last year and, and everybody likes being at a Cardinal game or everybody likes tailgating football in the fall. So even without being able to do some of the things that might be in place um, or hopefully, maybe, you know, who knows, honestly, maybe, maybe there will be fans. So yeah, um, I, d- I don't see it happening. I don't, I, I don't see it happening either for the rest of the year. I, think, I mean, that's, that's yeah. how, that's how big this thing is. It's, you know, it's, it's shut down the world. So I, I don't see fans, being able to be in the stadium and the arenas at least the entire capacity until probably at least December, which, I mean, I, the thing is, too, you know, I don't know how the NHL playoffs works without fans. Like, I, you may see yeah. the craziest upsets of all time in NHL playoffs because there's no That's fans. The thing, think about home, think about home ice advantage. You take that completely out of it. You take out that that energy you have when someone scores. Like, I think about that, that the, the Scott Trade Center, now Enterprise Center, when the yeah. Blues would score during a playoff game. I mean, it just amps up everybody, and you know it amps up the team. Just think about that entire run trying to do that without any fans. Like, it just doesn't work. Now, they it, have to do it, but it's like, I don't know how – who's going to win? It's literally a crapshoot. It's a, it's a coin flip. It's almost like when you take the uh, the soundtrack or the music out of a out of a movie – like in Star Wars, when they have Darth Vader walking in, dun 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 dun, and then they take the music out, and it's just him walking in, clink 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 clink. It's like awkward. It just it's just so awkward. And yeah, can you imagine like the Blue Score? You know, they obviously they can't hear the the radio broadcast calling it, so like we still get the excitement, and maybe they sound the horn still, just goes, and then just silence. It's just like the trainers just like. Yeah, you're gonna like, hear, you're gonna hear Chief on the bench go, "Let's fucking go, let's fucking go." That was great, boys. Yeah, yeah. Like that, it's gonna just be like, awesome. Like, Woo! Yeah, yeah. From like the bench, all the bench is going crazy. Yeah, just dead silence. It's just like, 
it's just like I mean, I, I guess it, it it's it's kind of like just a practice, essentially. More than, more but it's than better anything. than nothing. I agree. I would do it still. It's just going to be odd to watch. I mean, the same thing with football. Can you imagine? I don't, I don't. There's no way the NFL does this. They'll they'll fill half the stadium. They'll keep people three seats apart. The NFL will not play without fans. I hundred percent don't see that happening. That's just not a Goodell move. That's not an NFL move. They need people in stadiums. Every sport does, but like the NFL especially will, I feel like, make it happen. I don't know, man. Where they put know. like a third of the people in the in the stadiums at least. But right, right. I, make it more like XFL feel where they where they, you know, limit the capacity, spread people out, but limit the capacity actually getting into the stadium. Now think about this. Think about this. This is a, I think this is a scenario that would not happen because I think if one plays the other will as well. But you right. know, I think there's been some rumors I've seen on like Twitter and social media. It's not really from any big time uh, sources or anything, but it's basically people just kind of throwing things out there like a what if. So they kind of have said if this thing continues and these universities, we've heard, could start online classes in the fall just to be safe, does that mean they push back fall sports? So imagine having like the NFL still playing in the fall, but then you have college football playing in the spring. And it would be sick because you have that now bridge back to the NFL season. You don't have two on top of each other, even though we love to watch college football on Saturday and then yeah, watch NFL on Sunday. Yeah, they won't do that, though, because of the SEC and, and the SEC teams being in states without uh, NFL franchises is is the sole reason that that, that won't happen. Right, and I figured it wouldn't, but it's yeah. if it's that bad, yeah, that's been a rumor that that could be a, an option, but right, I don't see yeah, it that, that, like, that could be an option. I read the same thing, but with the SEC teams like Alabama and Auburn – and uh, you know parts of Tennessee. I mean, whether you consider yourself a Titans fan or not, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, all those teams that are in their fan bases that that run college football essentially. I mean, the SEC pretty much runs college football. You can argue that if you like, but it, it's it's the fact the SEC is the the powerhouse of the power of the, of the Power Five conferences, and so without NFL in those states, you know they're at a loss for revenue, and there would be a massive uproar. I think. Even if teams, because because I think SEC fans would still rather see their team play in the fall than than and not go to the game than, than have no season or have a season postponed until until the spring because no, then they're out. Without, yeah, they definitely want to play in the fall. In the fall yeah. They're without football in the fall, and that's just one thing that I think people will not want to give up. When you talk about diehard sports fans, who are the most diehard sports fans? I think you can argue SEC SEC diehards are some of the some of the best fans out there. Uh, in, in as well as some as the NFL fans. No, uh, it's it's definitely not. The they don't fans. want that to happen, but it's like no, no, if, no. If that's you what I'm have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why it wouldn't happen is because it's just because again, lost revenue there and, and things of that nature. But it's definitely definitely an option. I'm, I'm I'm again I'm interested to see just how things how things shake out from from media landscape too. You know when we talk about uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a nerd nerd on that stuff when you talk about advertisements and media rights and programming and all those different kinds of things. You don't have to delve into it on this podcast because no one wants to hear it, but uh, it's just going to be interesting because those are all things that you have to take into account when things like this happen is like, yeah, it's easier. It's, it's one of those things easier said than done, right? Like, Oh, we could just move, move the season. We can just postpone it. Well, and there's like so many other things that, that get involved when you talk about TV rights deals and logistics and all these different things that make it, even if it was possible and people were healthy that postponing the seasons, I mean, they're all in there 
allotted spots for for a reason and right and i mean it takes so much thought into extending a season going from a 16 to a 17 game season in the nfl or 16 yeah in the nfl versus you know like just having that one extra game and pulling one away from the preseason is like oh yeah that causes so much drama and for like, sure but at the same time stuff like that it's it, like it's it's gonna push these other leagues back too i mean look how messed up baseball is gonna be because yeah. what mm-hmm. you probably have to do is I you know I don't know if they're gonna push the entire schedule back. I'm guessing not because think about how no, all the travel arrangements no. and stuff and the hotels and all that shit. You already have a schedule set from if you okay. Let's say you start July first from July first all the way through September mm-hmm. before the playoffs. So right. you probably would keep that exact same schedule. Yeah, but that, that now that they're changing, they might be doing those those games in the same stadiums. You know what I mean? Like like a little right. league tournament where they keep putting the same teams over and over again. Which, yeah, do, I guess, is there a reason they're doing that? Is it just because like it's easier to run it in one spot? Like, so they don't have to open yeah, up all these venues and, and stuff? Team, or? Yeah, quarantine teams to one location, limiting travel exposure. Again, logistics things. That's why the NBA was talking about, uh, after the one guy proposed it on, on Twitter, kind of randomly in a blog, and then the, the NBA started looking at it a little bit more seriously, is using Disney World to play some of the NBA season at, because, again, you have – one of the main concerns when you're talking logistics is housing players and, and keeping them in an environment that's, you know, safe away from the public. And again, even you have how many NBA players, executives, uh, staff officials, all these different things, that's a that's still a lot of people. And so by doing it at Disney, it's, it's a, it's a remote private location where Keeps they have the, tons of housing. Yeah. Keeps it down and, from and it, possibly being, being yeah. spread more. And, and then I, you're I not get using, that. Th- then you're not using like city hotels where again, people are still staying in for traveling for business and work. If they are like, you have this remote location that has been basically closed down to the outside public yeah. uh, for since this thing pretty much started. And so, and, and plus it's a nice, it's a nice location. It, it's, it's a resort type feel it's not like you're you're up in a in a holiday inn or a even a, a nicer hotel like a ritz carlton it's a it's a resort feel you have the pools it's nicer facilities and you also have the capability to have all these basketball courts in one location you know we talk about using like say st louis for example you would have you know you have a lot of basketball courts but you know primarily they would be trying to use a scott or the uh enterprise center as, as the main location and, and different things of that nature, depending on if you're in a, one of those cities with an NBA team, you're trying to use that venue, but really if there's no fans, all you need the basketball court. Right. And the ESPN worldwide of sports and, and, and Disney has tons of courts all in one place. So they can do, you know, when you talk logistics and things like that from broadcasting the games and stuff, it makes it easier to do it all there and, and make it all work out. I don't know multiple teams playing multiple how they at once. Yeah. It's, it's a good idea. I'm, I get why they're doing it, but, to me, it you know, I know they're doing what they have to do. I don't know what's going to happen with like I keep talking about it, but the future, like with these other with these next few years coming up, you know, what do these guys do? Sure. Because you don't get you know the NHL season's long enough; it goes from what October through right. June if you win the Stanley Cup. So you're talking about a couple few months of of off time, and now you're talking about possibly zero. Like, do they just take out the preseason? They start next year late? Like this affects every single season because of your starting two, three, four months yeah. late. You know what I mean? Sure. So. If if they brought the NBA and the NHL back to close out their seasons 2019, 2020 season, then they would uh push back these seasons and start later in twenty twenty or into twenty twenty one. But but even still, 
and, and they would probably shorten the season too, because you, when you think about it, you don't want to get into a situation where you play out the rest of this year, which I think a lot of people want to see asterisk next to it, whatever, because there's no fans yeah. or limited format, whatever that looks like people still want to see the end of this season and want to try and reward the hard work these guys put in for, you know, nine, 10, 11 months right. between last season's off season and now. But what you don't want to get into is say you play out this season, you push back next season and then you get into that and then there's no off time before the season after that. And so it's like, I think in a perfect scenario, it's play out the rest of this season, delay and shorten next season and just, take it for what it is and then get into a full reboot for 2021, 2022, uh, seasons when it comes to the NBA, NHL, now MLB, you know, I think they, again, just play a shortened season. It is what it is. NFL tries to get their full season in and then everything can resume as normal. It's really talking about the NBA, NHL, that the shortened seasons, expanded season thing kind of comes into play. Whereas like all the other sports, NASCAR golf, you know, they can kind of shuffle things around and move it where it's, because those are sports that that you know, yes, it's 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 hard on the body, but they can kind of work around it a little bit more. Whereas the NHL and the NBA guys are, are NHL really are expanding their are, are really pushing their bodies to an extra level, especially when playoff time comes in. So, and you want them to be able to get their their rest during the off season. Your thoughts are welcome. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. You can get involved as well on the Facebook comment line uh nick did you get a chance to watch the last dance uh on sunday we had episodes five and six it's it's good it's is it better than you thought it would be or is it as good as you expected for espn it's not as good as i expected i mean again i think it will be the greatest sports documentary of all time uh up to this point i don't think you can really argue against that however uh it's it's everything i thought it was going to be and then and then a little bit more i think some people are are hyping it up Again, again, to me, it's about what I what I expected. I think for others, it's better than expected. But you know, when when ESPN's talking about doing a ten part doc on the greatest basketball player to ever play, and argue LeBron versus Michael, whatever your opinions are, you knew it was going to be something great. You knew they were going to pull out all the stops, get every interview. But but I mean, it's just incredible. I, I was watching last night. And I think it was really exemplified in this episode of episode six of the of the doc when they got into a little bit, the more gambling stuff, which was hilarious, but really showcased the amount of uh, attention that Jordan got at all times of the day. You know, we talked oh about God. some of this behind yeah. the scenes stuff. Like he, he, yes, he's doing, yes, he's dropping 50 a night, but then the media that he's going and doing post game is insane. And then he's still taking time to sign autographs for the kids and, and do all those things. And then he goes back to his hotel room and the cameras are still with them. Like, yep. And he, like he, he doesn't care. He's just like, he like walks over the door, just like opens up the door and like, oh, how are you feeling? Today? He's like, oh, pretty good. Except you guys are here or whatever. And he's just like smoking a cigar, but he's like answering all the questions and like, like he's doing everything like nonstop all the time. And I was like, you do that. You try to do that with the player today. No fucking chance. They're no way. Well, that's Michael's the thing. just like, eh, whatever. And, and he was like such a big icon. And, and the craziest thing he said, which is so true, I think for what he said, he's he's like, if I could go back and change it, I would not be a role model because of how, because yeah. you can't live a regular life. All he did was look, no. look where I am. He was talking to the, the camera guy. He's like, look where I am right now. I'm sitting in my hotel room, confined to this one little space. Because if I go anywhere else, I mean, basically in his own words saying like, I'm going to get mobbed. So it's got to yeah. be great. And it's, it's flattering probably for the first few years, but then eventually you're like, shit, man, I'm just a basketball player. Like I, I appreciate it. And tired stuff, of but 
I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of not being able to like live life and stuff, you know? But the thing that he has the wherewithal to still answer media questions, do all the media, do all the extra stuff that he has to do for, as being a basketball player, and then go off and still drop 50 a night. Like, it, And then you really noticed, especially when the gambling stuff started to come to light and the media kept asking, no, do you have a gambling problem? Do you have a gambling problem? He's like, no, I have a competition problem. Yeah. And, and like, he just, he's answering all the questions and it's like, how many times can you answer them without giving them a different answer? You can only answer the question so many times. And that's why I think you saw him get frustrated with the media and kind of go silent and like kick them off the court. Be like, Oh, we got to practice now. Like get them out of here. And then went silent and didn't talk to the media for, for a time being. And then goes off and drops 50, 40, 35, like in the middle of the NBA finals in the Eastern Conference finals. And is just basically saying like, so what? I can fucking gamble, do all I want to do. And yeah. I can still drop 50 and I, it's not going to affect my gameplay at all. And they, and but they blamed him like, because they needed a scapegoat. And it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's perfect. Michael, Michael never makes mistakes. Michael's an icon. Michael's the greatest of all time. So there's no way he can ever do anything wrong. And then it's the media again. The media finds one little thing that can they can find wrong it's like when they go back and find old tweets now this is what this is what people do they go back and sometimes the media doesn't even do it the twitter or the internet does it for them but they pull up old tweets or something when they were kids and they were saying something dumb and idiotic and shouldn't have said it but they it was you know 10 years ago it's the same thing now with with Michael Jordan there's people out there that were like okay where can we find something wrong with Michael Jordan where can we find yeah. something fucked up? And when they found out that he was at the casino the night before Game Three of the sure. NBA Finals, like, yes, got it, let's run with it. And then this Bingo, is what this is what right. happens. It's bullshit, and I feel bad for these guys. I do because of that. Well, I mean, he's he's a grown man. Let him do what he's going to do. If he's going to score fifty right. and gamble, you know, like like uh, David Aldridge said, you know, ten thousand dollars to Michael Jordan was like ten dollars to you and me. Like he can, he's good for it. He can he can afford to lose nice. that. Yeah, it must be real nice. It that's the, that's the thing is like if he wants to do it and he's still getting the job done on the court, that's to me that's not a big deal. And and Phil Jackson yeah. let them do anything. Phil Jackson gave them free reign to be themselves, and that's I think that's why they liked right. Phil so much. Phil's like they were playing golf in the middle of the of the series. They were messing around, yeah. and MJ's like, you know, Phil. Another coach would probably make us practice all day right now, but Phil's letting us do our thing, and I think that they respected that, and that's why they played better. That's why they were so good because Phil knew psychologically like how to handle the team and like handle all the big personalities and like and let Dennis Rodman go to Vegas in the middle of a series if Dennis yeah. Rodman wanted to go to Vegas and just let the players have the the relaxation because that's the thing like they're not robots they they're not just like okay boom 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 plug you in it's not NBA 2K go drop 50 a night and then boom go do it the next night like they're they're humans too and when they, especially when you have all these extra obligations on top of it all the extra responsibilities that come with being a star athlete media obligations and fan obligations and all these different things where if you slip up even a little bit, then you get lambasted in the media and then the fans start to not like you because you were a dick to some kid when all you really want to do is go get some sleep and you didn't sign the one autograph or whatever. It's like, I think, you know, Michael said when he was doing that, shooting that commercial, like no one would, no one would want to be me yeah. in, in this situation. But the fact that he was still able to handle all those obligations and sure they didn't have social media at the time, but, but I don't know. I don't know if it's David Aldridge that made the, made the comment about it, about when teams continuously win, you know, the storyline gets old, but like it, it, it's the, they need a new, they need new a new angle, on it. especially yeah. if, if you're coming, covering the team, you know, it's great if you're, if you're in the media, but the, in the media, your job is to, 
is to not be a fan of the team. Your, your job is to cover the team. And mm-hmm. so when when the storyline is just, yeah, they win all the time, well, that's not interesting. People don't like to read that anymore. It's, it's why the one guy wrote the book, Jordan Rules, because it was a different spin on, you know, yes, this is one of the greatest teams of all time, but hey, they have the problems in the locker room too. And so he puts it in this book. And then that was something people then became interested in. It's the same way you can look at what the Patriots do. I mean, the Patriots are, are one of the greatest football dynasties of all time. But but what has happened over the years? They they've they've every time there's been a allegation of, of cheating or of you know of uh, of spying, you know whether it's legit or not, it, it only happens because they win all the time, and the, and the media is trying to find a different angle to to attack them and attack their credibility because they need a new interesting story that's not about winning. Right. And they they like negativity because negativity riles people up and negativity yeah. gets spurs, clicks spurs, unfortunately. It, again, if you see debate. if you see like, let's say right now, you know, you have a dynasty in the Patriots that you say regular season Patriots win six straight game. Are you clicking on that? No. Am I clicking on that? No. But if it says Tom Brady possible suspension for the season yeah, i'm gonna click on sure. that i yeah, mean yeah, and the exactly. media knows that and it's been yeah. like that forever i mean before we were born and you can see that now with this documentary and you see where mj's like fuck this like i can't be a human being i make mistakes i'm a human i'm not i'm not you know they all say i'm not human because i'm so good at basketball but like dude I, i'm gonna go gamble that's my thing i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna have a beer i'm gonna smoke a cigar like I don't. He's basically saying, like, yeah, I, I'm going to get chastised because I'm Michael Jordan, but it's bullshit, right? And I, and I think one of the interesting things about this whole documentary is that going in, he said there's going to be parts of this documentary that make me look bad and that people won't like me as much as they did. And so far through six episodes, I don't know if he was referencing the gambling stuff or how he was treating teammates during this time, but everybody's on Twitter last night basically saying he's actually probably cooler now. He I had like a, him more, had yeah. He had yep. a gambling buddy that got arrested that was kind of a rat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people were like, that's fucking badass. Yeah. Like, he was like no, a normal no one, guy. It, it makes him yeah, normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people just thought he would, and he did say that in the first episode or first or second, that when he wasn't playing basketball, he was like in his room watching movies. But like, right. he was still a normal guy. Like he, he was, he liked to gamble. He's he messing around with his friends. He was drinking. He was having a good time. Like, he was being a human being. And I think people, you know, again, snowflake season around here, there might be people that are pissed off because Michael Jordan's not supposed to do that. Michael Jordan's supposed to be, you know, the next coming of God. It's just, that's the thing is he's basically saying like, look, yeah, I'm good at basketball. I appreciate it. I love the fans, but that's what people think of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a a people think. Yeah. That's a people thing. I mean, me and MJ have a lot of similar characteristics. Amazing basketball players. Both yeah. good-looking guys. Where's the I clip mean, of me like just spinning around, knocking your, knocking your ass down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you just, you just put that up on the screen. Swoop. That one moment. That if unreal. I could ever dunk Swoop. once in my life, Swoop. I wish it was that moment to have on video when I knocked you down and just like, just completely, just put my pits in the rim and just like, oh, it'd be great. You stepped on my foot. You really tripped me. It was, a, it was a charge. No, I'll go I back. I set that slow mo. There is no I, foot. I did not stomp on your foot. It's bullshit. I set that. I set that pick. The ref didn't call it. Ref was ref was against me. You pay, you paid him off. It's your brother. Fucking bullshit. It's your own brother. Your own brother didn't give yeah. you a call. He let yeah. the, he let the boys play. I'm glad because that's that's the way it should have been. He he said let the, let's let let's go ahead and play, let's let him knock around a little bit. So I mean you couldn't handle the pressure. It's fine. I the greatest post moves of all time. I told you my spin around jump shot. I knocked down six times. So what are you gonna do? I, I tell I tell you what. Speaking of competitions between you and me, I, I sent you this over the weekend, but. This is a cornhole esque game for bags. And I don't think we have a picture to pull up on the <laughs> bags. What? Yeah. 
cornhole, TJ, cornhole. We call it cornhole here in Missouri. Uh, it was a golf cornhole game. So it's like a chip, like you chip the ball into the has like different different holes that you can chip it into. I was like, now that, now that is a yard game idea right there. We mm-hmm. got to buy one of those, get a little competition going takes cornhole and golf to the new extremes and then i can work on my chipping game so when we go out and 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 golf the par three uh after quarantine's over then i can beat your ass in that too that is something we should do we should go out to a par three i think you say in that two with two o's like you act like you've beat me in anything else no 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 no. i'm saying i'm saying we that too like that i was (laughs) yeah i know what you were talking about you you know you go i was continuing you in that too like that as well there's no as no, well like, because you haven't beat me anything else. No, that too being like that after quarantine's over, that too, we need to go golf. But Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's I what think you meant. Golf, yeah. I think golf courses are actually still open right now during quarantine. They are. So. They're in there. A lot, the up, other ones that out. were closed are starting to open back up apparently. So You want to go today? You want to go hit a par three today? Uh, no, nah, not today. But I, I haven't swung a golf club Besides Top Golf in like a year, probably. You need to I go to the driving range, dude. I've been played eighteen holes in probably a year and a half, so brutal. Well, I always play the par threes. I'm not I'm, my, my long game isn't good enough to uh to go hit the hit those par fives. I'd probably lose three balls in every par five. You a slice guy or you uh you hook? Uh, I'm a hook. Yeah. I'm slice. Dish. Right and then the whenever I every fucking time I'll line up far left so I can play my slice and I hit it straight every time. So I'll go way to the left so I play my slice because it's that's how bad my slice is and perfect right. down the down the middle. So I fucking hit somebody in another hole like I hit a cart somewhere else. <laughs> that like, sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Your thoughts are welcome, everybody, on the last dance on Murder Hornets on anything else we talked about today. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Nick, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Do you have anything else you want to bring up to the audience uh, before we send them off for a few days? No, nothing uh, nothing of, of remote. We have a couple storylines coming up for bras that you should look forward to on Wednesday. Uh, my birthday was good. Thank you for all everyone that wished me a happy birthday, sent me gifts, cards, presents, GIFs, messages, emails, phone calls, all the above. Quite, quite a lot of them uh, coming in because I am pretty popular, TJ, as you know. Yeah. So birthday, right. birthday was a was a success, and uh, looking forward to another happy, healthy, good week. Hopefully, it's good weather. Yeah. Get some exercise. Get outside. Go, go to St. Charles County if you want a haircut. Go to St. Charles County if you want a haircut. Yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us today. We'll be back on Wednesday for bras on the podcast feed. And back live here on Facebook on Friday. Joe uh, says no one cares to uh, to Nick. That's a nice little note at the end there. So Nick, uh, he does not care about what you just said. So yeah, All right, Joe guys. can go eat some shit. All right, guys, that'll do it. Go follow us everywhere at Bruise Botb. Thanks for watching. Thanks for following. We'll see you on Friday. Bye, Netherlands. Bras on balcony. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Bruise on the balcony on this good Monday. Remember. Go tell two friends about Bruce in the Balcony. Tell them, tell them to go leave us a five-star review over on iTunes and leave their voicemails at the voicemail number 314-877-8597. While you're at it, go check out BruceInTheBalcony.com. Pick up a T-shirt, read an article, support the brand. We appreciate you. See you on Wednesday.